0: My name is Rick Renner, and today I'm in St. Petersburg, Russia inside the memorial to the defense of Leningrad, which is the old Soviet name for St. Petersburg. This is a very solemn place, and it should be, because about three million people perished in 900 days when the city of Leningrad was under assault by Nazi troops. Food could hardly come into the city. The people grew whatever they could grow in any open space they could find. But finally the winter began to set in. They couldn't grow anything anymore. And people began to eat anything they could eat because there was no fresh food coming into the city. They ate wallpaper. They ate their belts, their shoes, anything that they could cook, anything that they could eat. They ate their dogs, their cats, their birds, rats, anything they could eat in order to make it through the assault and survive. They simply had an indomitable spirit that refused to surrender. And when you come under attack, that's the kind of spirit you have to have. You've got to make the decision, it doesn't matter how hard the enemy hits, how much pressure I'm under, I'm not going to surrender or yield any territory that rightfully belongs to me. You might feel that way about your marriage. Maybe your marriage is under assault. Perhaps you and your spouse started out well, but through the years, it seems things have begun to deteriorate. You don't have to throw in the towel, give up, and walk away. You can make the decision. You're going to maintain that territory because it belongs to you. You don't have to give up anything. You can fight until you win. And that is what I want to talk to you about today.
1: Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust. A message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick.
0: Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner. And my friend, I've been waiting for you. And today we're going to return To 2 Timothy chapter 1, and we're looking at what to do when we're being bombarded by the enemy. And we saw on Monday what triggers an attack. Yesterday, we saw what to do if your finances are under attack. And today, we're going to see what you need to do if your marriage is under attack. But you need to order the whole series, which is called What to Do When You're Being Bombarded. Sometimes in life, it just happens. And when it happens, you need to know how to maintain your ground, and how to repel that attack. And that is what this five-part series is about. Please order yours today. It could really be a lifesaver for you. And it comes with a wonderful study guide so that you can read it while you're hearing it or listening to it and really get the teaching down deep inside you. And we're also offering you right now my book, which is called You Don't Have to Take It Anymore because you are dressed to kill. A biblical approach to spiritual warfare and armor. If you're tired of taking all these attacks, you don't have to take it anymore because God has given you spiritual weaponry. You are dressed to kill. You can put the enemy on the run. And that's what this book is about. It will be such a blessing to you. You'll read it and read it and go to it again and again over the years. Please order yours today. By the way, you can order all of this by going online or by giving us a call right now. And right now we're also offering you our autobiography, which is called Unlikely. It's called Unlikely because my family and I were very unlikely to do what we're doing, but God loves to choose unlikely people because then he gets all the glory. And the full subtitle says, Our Faithful Journey to the Ends of the Earth Un likely. And if you're ready to begin your own unlikely journey of faith, you need to get this and read it. And it's not just a story. It is filled with wonderful teaching that will thrill you and will strengthen your soul. And remember that when you become a partner, we're going to send you two books as our way of saying, welcome to our partner family. First, we're going to send you my book called Life in the Combat Zone, which is dedicated to partners. And Denise's book called the gift of forgiveness. It's amazing to me that without ever getting out of your chair or leaving where you are right now, by going online or by giving us a call, you can do something that will change someone else's life. Is that amazing? it's never been easier to do something to change someone else's life. And we all need to get our minds off of ourselves and think about what we can do for someone else. And when you become a partner, you do something to change another person's life. Everyone does not have available to them what you have available to you. And there are people that are crying out for the teaching of of the Bible. And when you become a partner, you do something to bring them the teaching of the Bible. Anyway, you can become a partner by going online or by giving us a call. And please, please, please let us know how to pray for you. We believe in prayer, the power of prayer, and we will release our faith for however the enemy is bombarding you to stop. We'll put our faith together with you but hey, reach for your Bible because we always use the Bible in this program and we're going to return in our Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12, where Paul says, For the which cause I also suffer these things. I find such encouragement in that because he was the great legendary Apostle Paul, but even he came under attack. We shouldn't be surprised when we come under attack. If you're doing something significant in your life, in your finances, in your marriage, the enemy will probably try to stop you. And Paul says, For the which cause... What cause? What he said in the previous verse. Verse 11, whereunto I'm appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles, for the which cause? For this reason, I'm suffering these things. He understood the enemy wanted to stop what he was doing, and maybe the enemy is trying to stop you, but you don't have to stop. You can deal with this bombardment and you can stop it. Listen to what Paul says. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. That word ashamed means to be disgraced, to be embarrassed. It actually depicts a person so embarrassed their face has turned red. It's blushing with embarrassment. You don't need to blush with embarrassment just because you've run into some foul weather. It happens to everybody. And Paul says, I am not disgraced. I'm not ashamed. Why? For I know whom I have believed. The word know, the Greek word oida, I have experience with God. And from my experience with God, there's a few things I've learned. And I really know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded. I want to tell you again today, for the third day in a row, that word persuaded is the Greek word patho. And this word patho means Paul was doing some self-talking. There he was in prison where he was probably tempted like me and like you to listen to himself and to every negative thought that came into his head. And rather than listen to all those negative thoughts, he decided to do some self-talk and he began to speak to himself. This word persuaded, the Greek word patho, means to coax. To sway one from one opinion to another opinion. It describes a person coked from a particular conviction to embrace a new conviction. A persuasion that leads to conviction and belief, absolute confidence, convinced to the core, rock solid certainty, rather than listen to every doubtful thought. Paul is speaking to himself. That is the power of your words and he's coaxing himself to stay in a place of faith. And my friends, one of the best things you can do is speak to yourself and stop listening to yourself. Get your mouth moving and speak words of faith. Let your ears hear positive words of faith. And Paul says, I'm persuaded. I've coaxed myself into believing. I've swayed myself to the rock core certainty that he is able. The word able the form of the Greek word dunitas, he is capitent, He is absolutely able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Say amen. He's talking about himself. He says, I've committed myself to him. That word commit is the Greek word paratheke. It means he's deposited himself into the care of God. And now God is going to keep him. The word keep, the Greek word "fulasso," which describes the uninterrupted vigilance of a soldier whose job is to watch over territory or a shepherd whose job is to watch over sheep. And now Paul says, God is my great soldier. He's watching over me and I am his territory. And you Are his territory. Your marriage is your territory, and your marriage is God's territory, and God is watching over you. He's watching over your marriage, and like a great shepherd, he's going to protect you. He's going to defend you and defend your marriage because he is your shepherd. That's really what this word keep means. He's going to keep that which I have committed unto him, I've deposited my life unto him against that day. He will keep me and watch over me, save me. He will preserve me. He will protect me until that day that I see him. Amen. And then Paul told Timothy in verse 13, which we covered yesterday, but I want to cover it again today. Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. Well, Timothy had been around Paul all of his adult life. And he had heard how Paul spoke. And now Paul says to Timothy, Timothy, this is a very important moment. Why? Because Timothy was also being bombarded. He was in Ephesus. His church was under attack. He was under attack. He was tempted to give way to a spirit of fear and let his mouth speak negative words. And when you speak negative words, you begin to cooperate with the spirit of fear. And Paul said to Timothy, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Hold fast from the Greek word echo, which means hold on to possess it, retain it, don't let go of it. Don't let go of what? The form of sound words. The word form is a Greek word which describes a pattern that is to be repeated and repeated and repeated. The word sound describes words that produce life or health. And Paul says to Timothy, make sure that you maintain a pattern of healthy language. What kind of language? He goes on to tell us. Which you have heard of me, In faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus, which means Paul has a pattern in his life of speaking faith and speaking love. And he says to Timothy, I know that you're tempted to be afraid and to let go of it, but don't let go of it. Get a grip on your tongue. Get a grip on your mouth and make sure you do what you've heard me do over and over and over. Keep your mouth filled with words of faith and words of love. Wow, this is so powerful. And then he says in verse 14, that good thing which was committed unto thee, keep by the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us, which means when God has done something in our life, we have a responsibility to keep it. And we're not keeping it by ourselves because we keep it by the Holy Ghost that dwells in us. We have a partner on the inside who will release his power if We'll partner with Him, and He will enable us to keep whatever it is that God has given to us. But today I want to talk to you about attacks on marriage. Because many times, people are doing so well in their marriage, and then something bizarre really takes place, and their marriage comes under assault. Maybe someone is unfaithful, or they just begin drifting in different directions, or you're shocked by your spouse's behavior. Your spouse has done something that's totally taken you off guard. There's all different kinds of attacks that come on marriage. But my friends, remember, we saw in Hebrews 10.32 yesterday that when you've been illuminated, usually an illumination is followed by an attack. And you have to endure. That word endure doesn't just mean to hold on and hold out. It means you've made a decision. You're not going to bend. You're not going to break. You're going to maintain what belongs to you. You have to make that decision. And God's power will enable you until finally you survive and get through every bombardment. But listen to this. When you come to Mark chapter 4, verse 37, we find an amazing thing. Jesus was crossing the Sea of Galilee to the other side. They were en route to the other side where a great miracle was going to be worked, and suddenly, out of nowhere, there was a bombardment. There was an attack. Listen to what the Bible says. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. These words there arose is a translation of the Greek word genomai. And that word genomai here describes something that takes you off guard or something that takes you by surprise. This was not anticipated. When they began their journey that night, it was the perfect night for sailing. The skies were clear, and then genomai suddenly out of nowhere. It was the last thing we would have expected that night. We don't know where it came from. Out of nowhere there arose, the Bible says, a great storm of wind, the word great, the Greek word megalates it's where you get the word mega. This was a mega storm. This was a serious, serious attack. And the word storm is the Greek word for atmospheric turbulence. Turbulence. Maybe you've had turbulence in your marriage. You know what that feels like? The Bible goes on to describe it as a great storm of wind. The word wind describes a strong wind or a storm like force, something just blowing against your marriage. Maybe it's against your kids. Maybe it's against your finances. But today we're talking about marriage when suddenly everything was peaceful. And then now you have all of this turbulence going on in your relationship. And the verse goes on to say so that the waves beat into the ship. And the word waves is the Greek word kumata. And this is so very important because it describes billowing waves, literally one wave after another After another, it describes a succession of waves. This is like a person who says, when will this assault ever stop? It seems like we get over one and another one hits and another one hits and another one hits. That's what was happening to Jesus and the disciples on that very night. In fact, the Bible says these waves were beating into the ship, beat into a form of the Greek word epibolo. It means there was an invisible force, and there really was. There was a spiritual force picking up the waves of the sea, throwing them over against this boat, trying to capsize the boat in the middle of the lake, in the middle of the night. You know why? Because Jesus was headed to the other side where great things were going to take place, and the devil wanted to stop it before he got there. And that often is what triggers attacks in our marriage. Your marriage is headed in a great direction. God is using you and your spouse. People's lives are being changed. The devil can see there's a great, bright future for you and your spouse. And the devil says, I've got to do something to stop this. This couple's going to raise kids that are going to impact the world. Their grandchildren are going to do something. They're going to help other couples. And suddenly, get on my, there arises out of nowhere, the last thing you would have ever anticipated. And bam, here it comes turbulence, storm-like conditions. One wave after another wave after another wave striking against you, striking against you. And you might even feel like you're going to be capsized in the middle of the sea, in the middle of the night. But let me tell you, friends, Jesus made it all the way to the other side because he stood up and he took authority over the wind and over the waves. And you can too. Jesus didn't take it sitting down. He arose and rebuked the wind and the waves, and the wind ceased, and there was a great calm, and they made it to the other side. And you're going to make it to the other side, but you can't take it sitting down. You've got to stand up and use your faith and make sure you have a good pattern of words of faith and love in your mouth. Make sure you're speaking words of faith. This is so very important. Well, let's go back to 2 Timothy 1 verse 14. Where Paul says, the good thing which was committed unto thee. Today I'm talking to you about your marriage. Your marriage was committed to you. It was committed to you. Now you have a responsibility to keep it. This verse says, by the Holy Ghost which dwells in us. And that word keep, again, is the Greek word philoso which describes the uninterrupted vigilance of a soldier watching over territory that he has been assigned to keep or a shepherd and his uninterrupted vigilance to watch over the sheep and to do his care. Now we have a responsibility given to us by God to watch over whatever has been entrusted to us, whether it's your finances or your kids or your marriage or your health or your ministry or your job. We are to keep it. But the good news is we don't keep it by ourselves. This verse says, keep by the Holy Ghost that dwells in us. My friends, the Holy Ghost dwells in us. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We have a resident partner who will work with us to repel every attack and to enable us to keep whatever good thing God has entrusted to us. But today I want to end by reading 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. Listen to this amazing verse. Whatsoever is born of God. All right, let me ask you, are you born of God? Do you know that you're born again? If you can say, yes, I'm born again, just say, I'm born again. I'm born of God. Then this verse is describing you. It says, whatsoever is born of God. That's me. That's you. This verse says, whatsoever is born of God. Overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. What's really interesting in the Greek text is the word overcometh is used twice, the word victory is used once, but in all three instances, all three words, overcome, victory, and overcome, are all from the same Greek root. It is the Greek word nike, which means to conquer, to overcome. It was used to portray athletes who gained the mastery in a competition and reigned supreme as champions over the games. It pictures champions or the superior position of an overcomer, which means in this verse, we are told three times, Nike, Nike, Nike. You're an overcomer. You're an overcomer. You're an overcomer. That's what God has called us to. And God says, whatsoever is born of God. If you're born of God three times in one verse, the Bible says you are to be a conqueror. You're to be an overcomer and to overcome the world, the Greek word cosmos, which describes any ordered system. We have a faith that overrides the system. We have a faith that overrides whatever we're facing. We can override it all. And the Bible says we do it through our faith. That is the power of faith. But Paul said to Timothy, and Timothy was also under assault. He said, Timothy, make sure you get a grip on your mouth. You hold fast to sound words which you've heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. If you speak negativism and if you speak all your fears, you're gonna cooperate with a spirit of defeat and a spirit of fear. But if you keep your mouth filled with faith and your mouth filled with love, you'll be speaking words that will put you over into the realm of victory. I'll be back in just a moment and I want to pray
1: for you. What triggers a spiritual attack against your life? I'm talking about difficult moments when it seems like some area of your life has come under a full assault from the enemy. But what exactly triggers these spiritual attacks? And what exactly can you do to repel them with the power of God? In this practical and helpful five-part series, What to Do When You're Being Bombarded, Rick Renner will give you the needed weapons and strategies for repelling every attack. I'm talking about attacks against your finances, attacks against your marriage, attacks against your children or grandchildren attacks against your health. You'll be so thankful you took time to digest this powerful five-part series that is available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $10. In addition, we are also offering you the 500-page book, Dressed to Kill. In this book, Rick answers questions about the often misunderstood subject of spiritual warfare and gives insight into the purpose of spiritual armor in the lives of believers. This comprehensive study on spiritual warfare teaches you how to put on the full armor of God and the importance each piece of the armor plays in defeating the enemy. This beautifully bound book, which includes a full-color insert of illustrations depicting every piece of armor the Romans. Soldier War and Battle can be yours for just $22. Don't miss this special offer. The series What to Do When You're Being Bombarded and the book Dressed to Kill. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.
0: THIS IS RICK RENNER AND I'M HERE ON THE SIDE OF OUR NEW STUDIO WITH MR. JOEL RENNER. IT IS SO GOOD TO BE WITH YOU. JOEL, IT WAS EXCITING WHAT HAPPENED HERE YESTERDAY. IT REALLY IS. THEY POURED SO MUCH CONCRETE. THEY POURED THIS ENTIRE SLAB YESTERDAY FROM MORNING TO EVENING. AND ON THIS SLAB, JOEL, WE'RE GOING TO BEGIN CONSTRUCTING OUR NEW STUDIO. IN FACT, THE WALLS ARE GOING TO GO UP IN JUST A FEW WEEKS. AND WE'RE ABLE TO DO IT BECAUSE OF OUR GIVING TEAM THAT'S GIVING OF THEIR FINANCES to help us do that and right from this place we're going to produce teaching that people can trust and send it all over the world in the English language and the Russian language and it's just so exciting. And what's totally amazing to me, Joel, is that at the same time that we're doing this here, we are purchasing a new building in Tulsa. And Joel, just this morning, I was reading in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 11, where God promised, I'm gonna give you houses that you didn't build that will be fully supplied when you get them. And the new building that we're getting in Tulsa, it is fully furnished. It's amazing. It is everything we would ever need And we didn't have to lift a finger, we just have to walk in and take possession of it and believe, and believe. We need to pay for it. And that's why we wanna say thank you to you, Giving Team, because you really are making a difference. And here in Moscow and in Tulsa and around the world, our ministry is literally bursting at the seams. People reaching out to us calling us writing to us asking us for materials if you saw our office in Tulsa you would be amazed because materials are lining the hallways we're using metal containers on the back of the property because we don't have room for more materials in the building we're literally bursting at the seams because God is giving increase you know the Bible tells us in 1st Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 one plants another waters, but God is the one who gives the increase. And I wanna say thank you for your planting, thank you for your giving and thank you to God because God is ultimately the one who gives the increase. That if you're not already a part of our giving team, would you please pray about becoming part of the giving team to help us finish constructing this studio and purchasing the building in Tulsa. We'll be so thankful and together as partners, we're gonna reach people with teaching they can trust it's amazing that right from where each of us are we can make a difference in someone else's life so thank you in advance for being a part of this wonderful ministry expansion project Today has been so good, and tomorrow we're going to see what you need to do when your children are being bombarded, or maybe your grandchildren have gone astray. What do you do when your children or your grandchildren are under attack? It's going to be so good tomorrow. But hey, you ought to order the entire series, which you can get online, or give us a call right now. We'll get it right to you. It's called What to Do When You're Being Bombarded. My friends, you can repel any attack you really can. This series is a life changer, and it comes with a great study guide. And right now we're also offering you my book, which is called You Don't Have to Take It Anymore Because You Are Dressed to Kill. A Biblical Approach to Spiritual Warfare and Armor. My friends, you need to order this book. You should order several because you will definitely want to share this with someone else. It is a life-changing book. And right now we're also offering you our autobiography, which is called Unlikely, Our Faith-Filled Journey to the Ends of the Earth. Here, me and Denise, we were two unlikely people to do what we're doing, but the call of God came. And God loves to use unlikely people. And if you feel that you're unlikely, then you're the one that God wants to use. And this book will encourage you to launch out into your own adventure of faith. And please remember that we want to pray for you. Give us a call or send us your email. And the moment we hear from you, we're going to release our faith. If you're under bombardment, we're going to agree with you to repel that in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you right now. The greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And Lord, you say anyone born of God overcomes. We are born of God and we declare that we are overcomers In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you tomorrow. But remember Ecclesiastes 8.4, where the word of a king is, there's power.